everyone. Hi. My name is Pia. And I'm Sasha. And this is Getting High on True Crime. A bi-weekly weed and true crime podcast where we attempt to share a true crime story under the influence of marijuana. Our in-house weed guru, Bud Tender Paul, will be providing the strain Strain of the day and explaining what we'll be smoking during the episode. After a smoke break, we will come back and... Sasha's gonna share her story today. Yes, I am. So, yeah, like, spark up with us. Buckle on in. It's gonna be one hell of an episode, guys. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. Wow. How are you doing today? Oh, you know, I think the daylight savings really fucked my body up. (laughs) I feel like I'm just not me, but I am me. But I'm not. Ooh. I'm not even high. It's very mellow. Yeah. A little, yeah. But I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the extra sleep that, like, really just kind of wrecked my brain. But it just, I don't know. It just didn't do me very well. Yeah. No, no, no. So, after our fourth episode where Miss Pia shared the lovely story of Miss Mary Bell, I was intrigued after hearing about the book... And I did a little searching, did a little Googling, and I found the book. I found the Mary Bell book. Amazing. I bought it on Amazon, like, in two seconds. It was (laughs) was cheap. It was pretty cheap. It's paperback. Came Amazon Prime three days later. (laughs) I haven't started reading it yet, but the front cover is that creepy-ass picture of Mary Bell. Yeah, you sent me a picture of it, and it is Mm -hmm. good old Mary Bell nightmare inducing truly yeah i have to like turn it over because i'm scared to see that like creepy little face <laughs> i made the face for everyone who you know because you can't see us i made the creepy mary bell face like a, mm, the little like creepy like that's that's, that's your the, attempt at mary bell face. <laughs> that's the mary bell face wow well no? done <laughs> nope i'm just seeing shot sasha's face right now <laughs> I attempted, all right? I tried, I tried. But, like, okay, so when I start reading it, and then when I'm finished with it, I will clue you all in on how I feel about this book. Um, So stay tuned for that, I guess. I'm a little excited, I I think. I don't know. I'm a little worried. (laughs) After hearing the story, I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be murderous. It's going to be terrifying. But, like... Let's go, Mary Bell. Let's do it. Let's not go, Mary Bell, but let's go story of Mary Bell, I guess. This is That's weird. weird. <laughs> so yeah, it's just gonna be fun today. It's quite cold in Jersey right now. Yeah, it is. Um, so we're gonna bundle up on our walk. Absolutely. Um, and also we are drinking Poppy. 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 We love Poppy. There was. Let's, Let's tell a tale. Let's tell a tale. Um, so me and Sasha, Sasha and I. It's grammar. It's grammar. <laughs> so Sasha and I have this liquor store near us. And um, it's just housed with so many different liquors that you never see in any other place. It's just the weird liquor store that you're like, oh, this is fun new to try. Yeah, definitely weird, weird wines I've never seen before. It's not like your normal, like... Uh, Bottle King or, you know, like Gary's wine place where it's like high end. It's just like weird fucking wines. Really weird. So then we were there just picking up stuff and we saw this beautiful pink, sparkly, metallic metallic, um, bottle Mm -hmm. of champagne. Yes. And it said, Poppy. 
puppy um, and like yeah. script. Script, really pretty <laughs> script. So yeah, we saw it, we fell in love, and we tried it, and it was juice. It's so good. It's just so. It was juice. It's just so good. So um, yeah, Poppy, we love you. <laughs> and then right now we have Poppy Gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prosecco. Poppy Gold. Poppy Gold. Yes. Yeah, today's cocktail is Poppy Gold Prosecco mm-hmm. with orange peach mango juice from yes. TJ's, Trader Joe's, and some frozen strawberries. Yes. Glug, glug, glug. Glug, glug, glug. We love you, Poppy. Te amo. Kiss, kiss. Pesos. <laughs> Pesos, Poppy. Chin, chin. Good afternoon, good morning, it's Daylight Savings, we don't know where we're at really. Truly. Yeah. When did this happen? Why do we still do it? Anyway, <laughs> our, strain, damn it. <laughs> our strain of the day is Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots! Yeah, they're still around, just very hard to find. Um, it's a hybrid of Chemdog and Cotton Candy Kush. It's an indica dominant. You get flavors that are very earthy with a slight taste of ice cream. What? And a very smooth light berry flavor as well. Ex- telling you. Squeeze. Yeah. Uh, it's very euphoric and energizing body high because you still have that indica feeling. Yeah. Uh, Sasha, yeah. I believe after this smoke sesh, Uh-oh. you will probably be at a high scale of 4.7. Oh, no! Pia, 4.27. I'm going with very, you know, two decimal points. Yeah, it, right. I'm just kind of feeling it. <laughs> I understand how the other ones have uh, treated you guys and just preparing you. Um, now, Pia, <laughs> yeah. you're holding, I'm holding the phone. phone. Let's shine the light on that nug. Okay. Describe to the listeners what you're seeing. It's a very unique, colorful nug. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, it's like spiky orangey mm-hmm. um hints of in the nugget and there's some purple in there purple Ooh. and black purple and black yep yeah that's cool it's got a really strong profile yeah it's really interesting i've never seen a nugget this color before this has been what does it mean there you go well every nug is a hybrid so you're crossing between the two so if i had both of them you would actually see distinct characteristics of <gasps> each uh, the chem dog and the cotton candy Kush, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of people, when you have a blue dream, which is a very strong uh, mix that people would use it for mm-hmm. um, to crossbreed other strains, you'll see notes of oh, I know that's blue dream. Mm-hmm. Very distinct characteristics. Interesting. So I think it's time to light this J. We'll go on our bun walk. It tastes sweet. What notes am I hitting? Uh, You're supposed hitting? to be tasting a slight earthy taste. Um, hints of ice cream, smooth, a light berry. I do get ice cream when I smoke it. It tastes like ice cream, yeah. Man, I've never tasted anything like that before. Definitely earthy. And a hint of blueberry. Ooh. Yes. Oh, blueberry aftermath taste. Yeah. It's a, it does Whoa. taste like a berry. Whoa. It's very, like, what fruity. Like, sweet fruit. It it's like lingering on my head. It's lingering. Is yeah. That I think you need another hit. It's good, though. It is yummy. It's good. It is yummy. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the strain of the day. And we'll be back with another segment of THC. 
the history of cannabis. And we're going to go on that bun walk, and we'll be back. Yes. Right. Thanks, honeysuckle sugar plum. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to take a nice walk, and we will be back soon. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> scale very quickly all right so a quick high scale reminder we have one is this oregano definitely not not ever with butt tender paul number two you are one with your emotions thoughts feelings etc 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 okay yeah i'm a volcano three i'm getting hungry or i feel it now um we have four getting giddy silly happy or the complete opposite, depending on your thoughts and feelings. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then five, my fingertips are touching the universe. I'm WandaVisioning it, as you put last time. <laughs> are you WandaVisioning now? I'm not WandaVisioning oh, okay. now. I love Lizzie Olsen. She's great. She's great. I call her Lizzie instead of Elizabeth because I know we would be friends. <laughs> so I'm manifesting it into the world. You're on that personal level with her I really already? want to be on that personal level with her. Cool. She's like a fabulous friend. She looks like she's fun. Um, regardless, I'm so. a three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd say I'm a three as well. Yeah. I, I'm i not hungry, but I definitely feel it. No, like 2.93. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm chilling. I feel like, but the thing is, it's so funny. When we talk, that's when we get higher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the more I talk, the more I'll be like, <laughs> woo, I'm looking hard. You yeah, know. I'm not speaking a lot today. God bless. Dang. So let's get into it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Holy. Buckle in. So do we know someone Double that traps. goes by, <laughs> do we know someone that goes by the name of the dating game killer? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. Well, buckle in, baby. Wait. What? The dating game? The dating game killer. The dating game. You know the, what the dating game is? No. I, okay. I well, assume it's a dating game. We will get into it. <laughs> I explain it all, baby. Um. So his actual name is Rodney Alcala. 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 Ooh. Fancy, fancy. So our boy Rodney was born in 1943 in San Antonio to a mother, a father, and two sisters. 43. Okay. Yes. Um, so when he was a little boy, his father said, deuces, peace the fuck out. Aww. Sad. Really sad. Um, so it was just his mom um, and his two sisters. So his mom was basically raising him. Mm-hmm. 
So flash forward, it's single mom works two jobs. <laughs> I'm a survivor. That was Rodney's mom. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> oh Jesus. So flash forward to 1960, he joins the U.S. Army, mm. and he slurs. Whoa. He slurs. He slurs his words. <laughs> he served as a clerk, which I didn't know that. I didn't know what a clerk. was was like I know what a clerk is but I didn't know that you could like serve that in the army can you explain clerk for me I got you thank you so a clerk is basically somebody who's responsible for performing the clerical and administrative oh, yeah. duties in an office setting regarding like army stuff I guess yeah <laughs> military know. yeah military stuff so he's in the army at this time and in 1964 he had something described as a nervous breakdown oh, oh poor baby <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and he was <laughs> diagnosed with a mental illness by a military psychiatrist, and he was discharged on medical grounds. Was what was it? What do you think it was? I was getting to that. I'm guessing now. Yeah, guess what the mental illness could nervous be. Nervous breakdown. He had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. He's in the military. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Did he have depression? No. Uh, bipolar? No. One more guess, and you're. Done. <laughs> I like this game. Fuck um, me. I was, you know, when I think of military, I think of PTSD, but that's probably not it. No. What is it? It's antisocial personality disorder. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> is right. <laughs> oh, we went straight. I was thinking, I thought you said anxiety for a second, and no. then I remembered you said antisocial. Yeah. I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered. I remembered. It came to my brain. Um, so yeah, so he was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. So I'm very curious as to what that nervous breakdown was. They don't go into detail. They just say nervous breakdown. So after being discharged from the army after his little, you know, his little shenanigans, (laughs) he graduated from UCLA School of Fine Arts. So he studied film. Okay, so let's get into it. Filmmaker. He was a filmmaker, and he actually studied under the films of Roman Polanski. (gasps) Oh, problematic. Oh, Oh, no. no. Yeah. I don't have the words. Yeah, I had that in there, and I was like, ooh, I can't forget to say it. Yep, you didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I brought it. (laughs) I brought it real real hard. Ew. Okay. (laughs) So, after being, after graduating from UCLA, Roddy, he commits his first crime. No. Oh. This is just a crime, okay? It was a ni- <laughs> I don't know why I said it like Just a crime. Just a crime. Everyone, it's just a crime. It's just Calm a crime. down. Relax. fine. Okay. It's just a crime. Just a crime. I do have a trigger warning because we're going to be talking about sexual assault. So just trigger warning. Beep boop. Okay. <laughs> so in 1968, a motorist in LA witnessed him luring an eight-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. Her name was Tali Shapiro, and he lured her into his Hollywood apartment. Oh. And from there, the witness called the police immediately. The girl was found in his apartment, raped and beaten with a steel bar. Yeah. But Roddy escaped. He was gone. Fucking bastard. He peaced the fuck out and ran away to the East Coast. West to East. To East. He went to New York. Thank God the girl was alive. Yeah. But very traumatic things. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Poor girl. I really feel for her. Horrible. Horrible. Um, So, like I said, he fled to the East Coast. He enrolled in NYU film school. 
Okay. As his alter ego. Oh. <laughs> John Berger. Burger being spelled B-E-R-G-E-R. <laughs> okay. John Burger. Burger. Yeah, not even Burger. It's Berger. Oh, do you have a picture? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> did this last time. Here he is. We always Roddy Alcala. Here he is. Mr. America. Mr. America. <laughs> Roddy Alcala. There he is. Wow, wow. Look at this. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, this what? Is, this is what he looked like in... When he was arrested? Yeah, don't Wait. look at the title, though. Just look at the face. Okay, I'm just going to uh, That's what he looked like when he was... What the fuck After is he that? got imprisoned and everything. Terrifying, right? Oh, no. Yeah, it's a, he's a little scary looking. He's a little scary. And then I'll show you, hold on. This is what he looked like when he appeared on the dating game. And then we'll talk about the dating game when we get into it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He is not that cute. At all. At all. No. I mean, anyone that does any of this is not cute. Oh, no, 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 no. But he's very, he already has like a real creepy creep look to him. The prison, not the prison, the trial picks. Yeah. Yeah, age did not do him very well. (laughs) Time was not. Time was not on his side. Kind to him. (laughs) His daylight savings time was totally off. It was really bad for him. (laughs) Not really sorry, though. So, as John Berger, you know, he's in New York, living oh, his, yeah, John, yeah, John Berger. Berger, he's living his best life, he starts murdering. Mm. Okay, so we're getting into the murders. It's so, so I know, it is really good. Wait, let me just actually take a sippy sip, because this is going to get heavy, and I just need something to just break. Oh my god. Yeah. I really want to get some warm right now, or something. We should. Can you get the bottle? I got you. Thank you. Ba, 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 ba. Poppy. <laughs> have a lot but just load me up i'm not driving oh jesus oh my gosh it's done poppy is done sponsored by poppy yum and action all right so under his you know he's he's john Berger still he's in new york he starts his murdering his first victim was 23-year-old Cornelia Crilly. Crilly? Um, her body was discovered in her New York apartment, and it was discovered naked. Oh. She was bound and strangled with her nylon stockings and oh. with something in her mouth to stop her from screaming. Oh, I don't like him. No. I don't like him. And, very strange, he bit her breast. He, he bit... He bit, he bit her breast. That's disgusting. Very gross. Very gross. I was like, ugh. Uncomfy reading this. And uncomfy writing this, too. I was like, ugh. That is not, yeah. Um, so after the murder, he moved to New Hampshire. So he escaped again. You know, he went MIA. Oh, New Hampshire. Okay. New Hampshire. So while in New Hampshire, he got a counseling job at a arts camp for children. Oh, my 
God. Uh, using a slightly different alias, John Berger, B U R G E R. Fuck out of here, Rodney. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> how did no one catch this? Like, John I Berger. read that and I was like, how did no one, like, say, like, hmm, put two and two together? Like, this doesn't seem correct. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. I don't want to know. Very strange. Um, He's a counselor at an art camp. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah. At this time, he was on the FBI's most wanted list. Oh, wow. Okay. After the whole thing with um, Tali Shapiro. Yep, yep. So he was on the... FBI knew that this guy existed. Oh, because he escaped to the, from the west to the east. <clears throat> yep, so yeah. they knew he existed. And they had, like, a drawing of him and everything because the girl was alive, so she had a, like, she was a witness oh, to the crime, okay? God. So the cops knew about this guy. So in 1971, two campers noticed Alcala's, you know, Rodney's... FBI wanted poster at the post office. Oh, shit. And they told the camp directors, like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, our counselor is actually a killer. Yeah. He, like, did really bad things. Like, maybe we should, like, bound him. 911. <laughs> bound him. Bound <laughs> him. So, uh, the directors were notified, and he was arrested. And he was brought back to California. But, yeah. by then... Our eight-year-old victim, Tally Shapiro, her parents had relocated the whole family to Mexico, and they refused to allow her to testify... Excuse me? ...in the trial against him. Why? Because she was a kid still, I think, at the time, and they didn't want to, like, dig things back up. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to have her move on with her life. Um, But they refused to allow her to do it. And because of this, they were unable to convict him of the rape and attempted murder without any witnesses... And they were forced to permit him to plead to a um, lesser charge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. My mouth is a jar. It's a jar. And it's now it's drinking this because it's, I'm fucking pissed. I, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. system is fucking awful. I was shocked. Like, truly, truly shocked. I mean, if that was my kid, I would have allowed it. Like allowed her to testify against him, so this way he could be like locked up forever. I mean, yeah. But I understand that it's People a lot. People do not also see it that way either. It's a lot. Maybe you know, it's it's a lot for a kid to go through, and maybe they just don't want him. You know, want yeah. her to have to dig that shit back up. Well, maybe she even didn't want to do it, and then they respected her wishes. Ooh, I don't blame her. Into this now. I don't blame her. But after 34 months, he was paroled, and in 1974, he was allowed to... 70s. 70s. Yeah, we're in the 70s, baby. Whoop, whoop. So he was allowed to be released um, under evidence of rehabilitation, which at the time in the 70s was, like, a thing. It was something called intermediate sentencing. So if the person was sentenced in jail and they found that they were, like, rehabilitated in some kind of way from their crimes, Mm -hmm. they would release them on parole. Which is, I don't know. The the 70s were all fucked up, man. 70s. All our decades. Every decade. Oh, baby. Everything was fucked. Like, at the time, everything was fucked. Um, So, less than two months later, he was arrested for violating his parole by providing marijuana to a 13-year-old girl who claimed she had been kidnapped. But, once again, he was paroled after two years because of the intermediate sentencing. No. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> right? Like, okay, so I can imagine once, like, okay, he, re- you know, he's rehabilitated, whatever. But, like, twice, twice. Yeah. 
Clearly, if he's arrested again, he did bullshit, not. Man. He did not learn his lesson, babe. It's it's a lot. It's it's a fucking lot. Okay, so after being paroled um, with the intermediate sentencing, we're in 1977 now. 1977. 1977. So Rodney um, actually got a job as like a photographer in some. I don't remember exactly where. I don't have it here. But he he became a photographer. And at this time, he convinced a lot of young women that he was a professional fashion photographer. Classic. And he photographed them for his portfolio. And I'm using portfolio in quotations very lightly (laughs) because this was later on found a lot of these women may have been other victims of this fucking creepy ass man. Disgusting man. So fuck. Okay. All right, another trigger alert because we're getting more into murder some more, and it's getting gruesome, babe. We're like to murder some more. Some oh, more. I'm like breath, like I'm out of breath because it gets bad. It really it's, is. It gets bad. Okay. okay. So his second victim. Yeah. We have seven victims. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, that we know of though. So we'll get into it. Yeah. So his second victim was 23 year old Ellen Hoover. She lived in New York, and she was reported missing with only one clue being, um. On her calendar, she wrote that she was going to meet a man named John Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. This was back when he lived in New York. They're piecing it all together. Got it. Yeah. like the, At the time, it wasn't known that he had committed all these murders, and then he got arrested, and this all kind of came out. Oh, I bet. They're oh. like, oh, fuck. They're like piecing it like, okay, yeah, he did this one in New York. He did that one in New York. Fucking asshole. Fucking Ugh. asshole. So, yeah, her body was discovered in 1978, and she was buried on the grounds outside of a... Um, Westchester's Memorial Hospital. Oh, she... She was buried outside of a hospital. That's where he buried her body. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Then we have his third uh, victim. She was discovered on uh, November 10th of 1977. Mm-hmm. Eight-year-old... Sorry. Oh. 18. Sorry. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Woo, Sorry. <laughs> wow, that took 10 years off the life. <laughs> my eyes got fuzzy for a second, and it, like, took out the one... <laughs> Sorry, I'm high. <laughs> um, it was 18-year-old Jill Barkham, and her body was discovered in a along a dirt path. This was when he lived in Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. this is we're in Cali again. Um, her body was naked from the waist down, mm-hmm. and her knees were positioned towards her chest. Mm-hmm. And there was evidence of sexual assault that she'd be beaten and strangled with a pair of blue slacks. So I'm assuming they might have been her pants, mm-hmm. um, and Again, with the bite, bite marks on the boob. Three of them. I don't understand. It, I, it, was he, like, attempting cannibalism? I think he's just a pervert. Pervert? <laughs> <laughs> what you said? Uh, pervert? No syllables here. Just pervert. <laughs> I think he's disgusting. It's just so good, this drink, guys. Poppy is life. Oh, Poppy is getting me through this. Bear with me. We're getting through it, okay? I'm so sad right now. His fourth victim was 27-year-old Georgia Wigstead. Mm -hmm. Um, Her body was discovered in December of 1977 on the floor of her Malibu apartment. Uh, Her naked body was bruised and battered, and it resembled more of, like, a torture rather than a beating. To investigators, it was evident that she was beaten, um, and how she was beaten is because they found a hammer next to her body. Oh. Yeah. Um, And she, unfortunately, had been sexually assaulted before being bludgeoned and strangled to death. 
It's a heavy one. I'm this so sorry, guys. Rough, this is a bro. really rough one. But we're getting into the dating game part of this <laughs> story. The dating game killer, you said? Yes. Oh. So his his name, everybody knows him by the dating game killer. Yeah. So no. ew, okay. the, the dating game show, it was very, very popular back in the 60s, 70s, maybe before that too, um, where it's a one girl and you have three like bachelors, oh, yeah, like yeah, three yeah. contestants. And she has a wall between them, and she just asks them, like, stupid questions. Like, if you were ice cream, what flavor would you be? You know, like, dumb questions. Mm. What flavor would you be? Yeah. I'm curious. Um, Rocky Road. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Because I'm a Rocky Road. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) I, um... Excuse me? I rock on the road. Okay. What's your flavor? Rock and roll. Rock and roll. God. I would say... I would say I'm chocolate chip cookie dough because I'm a little raw sometimes. show that answer would like be like yeah I want contestant whatever she is <laughs> she's great <sighs> move on all right so the dating game show we're on to the dating game show portion um so at this time he has at least killed four women oh no okay and he was like a registered sex offender and everything like that and they were like Come on the show, bitch! Like, let's fucking go, baby. The fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes me a little concerned. Like, do they not do background checks? Also, this is the seventies. This is the seventies. We are in the height of like, like satanic panic. Like, we're in the height of like Manson, Bundy, yeah, all those it's, babes. It's so serial killer decade. Exactly. So they're probably just like, oh, he's like, unfortunately, like the last on our list because we have people like Son of Sam out here and like Jeffrey Dahmer eating people. So. Didn't really matter to them, I guess. Um, so the host of the show, Jim Lang, he introduced Rodney as a successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at the age of 13, fully developed. Ew. <coughs> Between takes, you might find him skydiving or motorcycling. And he fucking won. He won a date with The Bachelorette Cheryl Bradshaw. Oh, Cheryl. <sighs> Babe. She actually refused to go out with him. <laughs> what? What? She said that she found him very creepy. After the fact. After the fact. Okay. So they said that she she said she was really turned off by him. He was very creepy, so she refused to go out with him. Um, bachelor number two, Jed Mills, who sat next to Rodney, mm-hmm. described him as a very strange guy with bizarre opinions. Oh. I'm. Would they allow him on that show? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. But then again, like we said, no background checks, so... Yeah. But he looked creepy. And you can actually find that episode on YouTube. Like, you can watch that dating game show episode on YouTube. Ugh. Which is really weird. Um, Now looking at it, I guess, like, when it came out, people were just like, oh, yeah, look at this. You know, it's just another episode. Um, Yikes. But the fact that now, like, now after the fact that we know that he's a murderer... um. 
it's very creepy to watch. I've watched it. It's very creepy to watch because you know that this guy has, like, killed a oh lot of God. people. I don't know if I want to watch it. You should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to take a slight pause before the murders. Oh. And we're going to go high scale. Oh. How are you feeling? <laughs> I am. I'm chilling. I'm fucking real. I'm, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I. I wait. I told Dr. DePaul to leave this book because, um, earthy. That was a really earthy strain, wasn't it? It was so sweet to me. And blueberries. So sweet. So fruity. Euphoric, relaxation, energizing, body high. Mm, my mouth is high. <laughs> what? <laughs> my mouth is high. Um, definitely relaxed. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's just like, I think the combination daylight savings time mm. the weed and now we're drinking poppy. poppy it's um a triangle and then we are inside the triangle both Bermuda our faces triangle? Mm, sure yes um <laughs> and then it's both our faces yes and we're just like ah. in the triangle we are with pirates and all of the planes that went missing in the Bermuda triangle okay yeah that's fun one-eyed jack one-eyed jack is that who Pirates of the Caribbean. That's no Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Babe. One <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> eyed Jack. Excuse me. Sorry, Johnny. Who? One eyed Jack. That's a good pirate name. Arr. 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 Arr, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. All right. Um, I don't <sighs> even think I gave a number. You didn't. I'm still a. I'm really like. <laughs> I think I'm like a two, but a fun two. You know, it's it's like <laughs> I did my little. Pia did a little hand. I'm a fun two. Anywho, um, I saw a good good too. Like I'm chilling right now. Okay. I think I'm just chilling. What are you? I would say I'm still a three. I'm between a three and a four because I'm definitely very like we like happy, mm-hmm. but I'm really like chill right now i'm like yeah i keep on i'm like moving my body a lot. i don't know why like just you look like you're in like a little um lava lamp it just feels oh i know (laughs) that thanks so much it's good right oh i'm a lava lamp oh that should be a new one i am a lava lamp Because you're just, like, chilling. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, Sasha, I could kiss you right now. Love you. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. (laughs) (laughs) You do it so much better. (laughs) Kiss, kiss. Oh, my God. Okay. We're lava lamps. We're lava lamps. Are you a lava lava lamp? I would say I'm a lava lamp. Okay. A lava? Lava. Oh, my God. Lava. Lava. (sighs) Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. So... He just won the uh, the dating game. Oh, yeah. Right? So, but, you know, she said no. Good. So after his Good little... Job, Cheryl. Yeah. Thank you, Cheryl, for saying no. Because yeah. she might have been next. Truly. Sadly. Truly. Um, so after his little, you know, break from murdering, yes. he had a little TV appearance, you know, made some money. <laughs> he goes back to murdering. <laughs> and we're on the last three victims, so bear with me. Oh it's going to be a lot. But I love you all. So his fifth victim, 32-year-old Charlotte Lamb, was murdered in June of 1978. 
She was found in the laundry room of her apartment complex in uh, El Segundo, California. <laughs> that was... El Segundo. Segundo. Um, residents of the apartment noticed that they have never seen her before. Oh. Um, and her naked body was found lying face up with her hands behind her back. Oh! Again, sexually assaulted, unfortunately, and strangled with a shoelace. Very strange. Um, I don't know if it was her shoelace. If it was his, then they would find him immediately. They'd be like, why don't you have shoelaces on that shoe? What are you doing? I don't know. Okay. So, the sixth victim, 21-year-old Jill Parentu. Her body was discovered in June of 1979. Um, She was murdered after he broke into her Burbank apartment, and he beat her and strangled her to death. Um, and then he posed her body inside the bedroom. No! And propped her up with pillows. Oh, no! <laughs> these, these, I, I'm telling you, like, reading them hurts. Writing them hurt even more. And just, like, now that, like... This is this, a hard pit of This is a time. really hard one, yeah. <sighs> Last one. The seventh and final victim was Robin Simsoe. And she was 12. No! Huntington Beach, California. She disappeared between somewhere between her um, the beach and her ballet class, going to ballet class, um, in June of 1979. About 12 days later, her body was found decomposing in the foothills of Lo- uh, Los Angeles, and they found her earring oh. in a Seattle locker rented by none other, Rodney Alcala. Seattle? Seattle. Very strange. Washington. Washington, I'm assuming. There's a- I, there's no other Seattle in this world. So, yeah, in a Seattle locker rented by him. So, so odd. Very strange. But since they found the, the earring, mm-hmm. they connected him to the murder. And on July 24th of 1979, he was arrested for the murder of Robin Samsoe. Woo! And yes. he was reported to authorities after his parole officer noticed that a police sketch of the suspect looked a little, looked a little like him. <laughs> little similarities, you know. Um, and he would later be convicted of the murders, um, and deaths of Jill Barcombe, I think that was her name, of pretty much all the other women, due to DNA evidence, because he sexually assaulted all of them, so they all had their DNA, his DNA on them. Gross, but finally some justice being served to this fucking sick asshole. Justice. So, I believe this was sometime in the 2000s, he, um... Yeah, this is... We're now, okay, sorry. This is... We're going. He was arrested in 79, yeah. and he's just been in jail. Like, okay. he's just rotting. We're like, jail. Jail. Bye. Bye. So, in somewhere in the 2000s, he was seen by an Orange County judge, and he was sentenced to death for the five murders, known murders at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's been, a, it's been a crazy one. It's been a crazy one. Yes. Um, remember when I said that Rodney was, like, a photographer and everything like that? They found all the pictures of all the women. And all of the pictures that he had taken of the women were said to be very sadistic and sexual in motive. And a lot of them were dead and they were posed so he could take the pictures. Yeah, no, that's disgusting. Um, And the judge said he had an abnormal interest in young girls. Obviously. Yes. Uh, Clearly. All right, judge. Clearly. So, yeah, so, like we said, the DNA was linked to all these murders. Awesome. He was sentenced for it. So, 
during his closing arguments, we're in 2010 now, March of 2010, because he's been in jail. He's been on, like, you know, sentencing, like, they've been doing courts and just linking him to a lot of these murders that were happening. Um, So in March of 2010, in his closing arguments, Rodney asked the jurors to spare him from the death penalty, saying they would become killers themselves if they sentenced him to death. What a manipulator. Right? Oh, my God. Creepy, creepy. Well, that's antisocial personality disorder for you, you know? And he was saying that, uh, yeah, he said that basically they'd become a killer themselves if he, if he, uh, if he was sentenced Fine. to death. Okay. Like, bye. Adios. Peace the fuck out. Um, so he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. And the judge said, let's just end this matter already. Mm-hmm. Because this, this has been going on for years. Exhausting. Very. I'd be exhausted. So, I mean, that's why he probably looked like that, because he's just been in jail for years. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. Long, gray hair. Oh. So, he's on death row. Guess when he died? Oh. Guess. 2019. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's July... Well, <laughs> okay. So, he actually died July of 2021 <gasps> on death row of natural causes. July 2021. 2021. He died. July 2021. 2021. 2021. This year. Yes. <laughs> wow. This fucking year. Oh, shit. I'm, whoa. Whoa is right. Whoa. Um, let me just see how old he was because I actually don't have the age. Whoops. Did he die of natural causes? Natural causes, yep. Did he get COVID? I, one could hope. Hope. One could hope. Um, let's see. How old is he? Age at death. He was 77. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was 77. He died of natural causes. Sasha. Yeah. He did a majority of his killings mm-hmm. in 1977. Mm-hmm. And he died when he was 77. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Woo! <laughs> Why would you do the same thing? That's so weird. Oh, this is a lot. Okay, so to end, like this is my final statement, and oh, then we yes. can kind of debrief. Debrief. Um, <laughs> we can just like unpack. Actually, no, we'll just package it up and stick it in the far side of the attic, and yeah. just never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, all in all, they think that he might have killed between five and a hundred women. Oh no! Oh no! Five to a hundred. Five to a hundred women. They can't put their finger on it. They know there was definitely five. Defo five. Def five. The other ones they were unsure about, but they think that he might have been connected to the murders. Like just sharing all the shit that he did when he was like arrested. No, because they found the pictures. I did this. BT Doves. I did that. No, (laughs) it was pretty much through the pictures, like through his photography and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And they linked a lot of murders to him, but they were still unsure because those, I guess, some of them didn't have any DNA evidence on them. So they were like, "Yeah, we're thinking this person's gone." Yeah, it was. It was Rodney. Oh, that Rodney. Ugh. Oh, John Berger. So that is the story. It's There were so many details. I'm really hoping I got it all and I did every victim in this story justice by explaining, you know, the horrible things that happened and just maybe shedding some light on crazy people like freaking Rodney. <laughs> I mean, D-E-D. D-E-D. Dead. Bye. D-E-D. That's why I spell dead. No, it's not, but I just like to say D-E-D. Dead. Bye. <laughs> Adios. Um, <sighs> damn. Wow. Damn, damn, damn.
Triple dam. The dam is filled with water. It's filled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> so that's the story of Rodney. I hope you all bared with me. Um, yeah, that was a doozy. It was a lot, but I promise the next one I do is probably not going to be any lighter than that. <laughs> it's probably going to be just as dark. I'm so sorry. Whew. So that's it. All right. <laughs> We did it. We did it. Episode five is done. Episode five. Woo! Wow. Five. Five. Wow. We're here. There's five episodes. We're halfway to ten. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Jesus, help us. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yes. Um, Have a lovely day. Yes. I mean it, guys. Whatever time. I'm going to get emotional. Oh, no. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. I truly do. If you are down in the dumps, I want to let you know you're killing it. Yes. You're, you're up in the humps. Oh! <laughs> if you're down in the dumps, you're up in the humps, baby. You're humping it up. Oh! Oh! <laughs> that doesn't sound right. You are humping it up. Humping life. Boy or girl or My lady whatever. <laughs> My lovely lady lips. Check it out! <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Bye!